Brother Ray Wall. This is the guy that, that came to Kevin a couple few nights ago to talk to him, and he had 10 pages. <laughs> I, I want to tell you something about Ray. If you've never run into Ray in public, he's the exact same guy out there that he is in here. I've never encountered Ray not a single time that before he left he didn't say, would you pray with me? And he don't mean when I leave. He means right now, no matter who's here, no matter where we are, will you pray with me? Not just for him. I can't tell you the number of times I've run into him and it was somebody else that was on his heart. And he'd say, would you pray with me for such and such. I've heard Kirby talk about running into him going down the road and end up in a 30-minute prayer session on the side of the road. If there was ever a person that I believed with all my heart believes in prayer, it's Ray. Ray's got a very interesting story, and he's going to share some of it today. <laughs> I love you, brother. Love you, brother. Y'all pray for him. He's an emotional kind of guy. All these words that I've got on this paper right here, I, I heard them. They came right out of my head, and I put them down as fast as they came out. And I had to get my wife to rewrite this thing because I didn't even know what I had down there. I know he put every word in my heart, and it came out in my ink. I went through the three ink pens. <laughs> so I, I'm going way back. You know, I, I'm going back to where, I, where all this prayer started in my life to the day that I met Brother Mick, his wife, Kirby, and his wife. And I'm going to get to that point. But right now, this is, it's, it's my story prayer. My story started in March the 1st, 1959. Elbert Marie Wall, God fearing parents. My grandmother, Lois Graves, started praying for me the day I was born to keep me out of the army. Her only son, Melvin, was drafted into the army. She prayed every day for him to come home and come home in peace, in one peace. I was the first group of men and women which did not have to sign for the draft. At the age of 16, at the age of 16, I was a kid that was introduced into something that a lot of men and women and kids were doing. I did not have a problem with this new addiction. I was very good at it. This went on for years. My sweet parents found out what I was doing, like all parents eventually do, the good thing that my grandmother had already passed, God bless her. She was the one person I did not want to disappoint. 
but the two people I did, the two people I did disappoint in my life were my parents. They did not call the law or have me put away. They prayed for me constantly. Mother was like her mother, Lois. She served the Lord. And my dad, if I lived to be 900 years old, I could never hold a light to him. He was such a loving man. He, he led songs at Stella Church of Christ for 40 years. I finally settled down enough to get married seven and a half years later. By that time, I was 29 years old. Next, we had a, a beautiful baby girl. My marriage went bad fast. All I knew is I could not live without my baby girl. Two and a half years later, I had an angel walk into my life, and her name was and is Adrienne Nuzo. She was so different than us. She was 19 years old, no drugs, no alcohol, no fear, because she knew the Lord and lived for the Lord. Besides being humble, she was the most beautiful light I'd ever seen. I knew where she had come from. The only answer was she was sent to Lord, sent from, the, from God to save a wretch like me. We married July the 4th, 1991, and joined together. We were given full custody of my beautiful baby girl. My parents, my prayers were answered because of my great force of my family's prayers. The only answer, my father-in-law, Frank Nuzo, great man at the age of 59, had a beautiful baby girl also. He was also a God-fearing man at 59 to 83. He, he prayed and taught his daughter to love and to honor the Lord. She showed great love, love for her earthly father, Mr. Frank. He died at the age of 83. The last words I told him was, I would love, honor, and cherish his daughter Adrian all the rest of my life. I hope and pray one day. Those words are the last words I hear from Brandon Gerald telling me, I think a father can go to his Lord in peace with those words. A couple of more years passed. My sweet mother passed away in 2000 at the age of 77. A part of my soul went to heaven with her. My heart was broken. Three years later, my kind and gentle father passed away. But before he went to sit with Jesus, the last words he told me was, Bud, I forgive you for everything you've ever done. I gave him, I gave him a hug and a kiss and said, I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow came at 2.15. My wife and daughter came to our family farm. I was mowing the barn lot. I automatically knew when I saw them that I was, I was the man of the family at that moment. Adrian drove us to see my dad. I told him, you left 
and you didn't tell me goodbye. Why? The day before he spoke, he spoke to me and said, he forgave me for everything. I drove home thinking all the way, over and over. He said that wrong. That he had never done anything wrong but pray for me and love me. He knew what he was saying that last day because Jesus had told my dad the day, the day, the hour, the moment he was coming. So like my dad, all these great people in my life knew when the moment was near. They would be going home to be with Jesus. Me and my wife and son have called Wells Baptist Church home for 28 months. A year before that, we, we, we would ride through the country just in our daily travels. Our son, Dallas, our, our son, Dallas, said, Mom and Dad, there is where I want to go. Where was Wells Baptist Church? June the 7th, 2013 was a free fish day in Tennessee. Dallas took the whole family fishing. Where? Exit 14, down the road on the left. Little did I know Dallas and the Lord had plans for me and my family that day. That day was part of Wells Baptist Church ministry. There was a preacher and his wife, Mr. Nick King, and his wife, Amanda, and Kirby Carpenter, and his wife. They were making ice cream for everyone. We fished and stayed for the service. Dallas said, today is Saturday. That means tomorrow is church day. Will you take me? I told Mr. King, I told the King guy, I would see him in church tomorrow. And he said, if you say so. Adrian and Dallas and myself went. Adrian went with Dallas to his class where she was welcomed by Mr. Tommy and Miss Martha. Adrian is still helping in that class. Dallas has moved on to the next class. All Mr. Tommy says, we appreciate you. How easy is that? Adrian asked Nick the first Sunday, where does Ray go? Mr. King, Mr. King asked, how old is he? And she answered, he's 54. He answered, oh, he will go with the seniors class. I, walk in, I walked in and Mr. Gene Long was a Sunday school teacher. I sat back and listened. At the end of the class, I spoke up and said, I don't know who this man is, but I have never heard a Sunday school teacher with so much conviction. After class, Mr. Long came to my family and said, I am glad you're here, but I think you are you're in the wrong class. <laughs> I told Adrian when we got home, I was staying in that class. I needed to learn. There has been Mr. Fagan King and Mr. Eddie Smith, and they are the same great teachers. When we then spoke to Preacher Kevin Wells and his wife, Chasty. From that day on, I have loved Kevin and Chasty. I have called 
Kevin all hours. They both have always been there for me. On July the 20th of this year, Adrian in Dallas brought me home from the surgery center in Nashville, Tennessee. In the worst rainstorm I'd ever been in, 60 miles of white knuckles and, and hazard lights all the way. The trip was a total 93 miles. We arrived home without, with no clouds in the sky, 93, 93 degrees hot. Adrian, Dallas, and myself went into the house. I had just had six shots in my lower back two hours before. I went back to the truck to get my post-surgery orders for the next 24 hours. I walked past my garage where there were two shovels leaning up against the outside of the garage. I bent over to get those shovels from out of nowhere, a lightning, a lightning strike about 10 inches from the front of my nose, the whitest, brightest light. It was the same white, bright lightning you see in the sky, but it was 10 inches in front of my nose. My fourth toe on my right foot just felt like it had 10 hornets and just stung it. There was four gas cans on my, on my left about six inches away. My first thought, I am fixing to die. Adrian and Dallas came ran, running out of and asking if I was all right. I said I'd never been better. My life changed that moment. Six weeks ago, I asked Kevin to pray for me, for my health, my back, my leg pain. It was severe. Two doctors just told me I needed another surgery on my back for a fusion to relieve the severe tension. Since I asked Brother Kevin to pray for me, I have lost 42 pounds. My leg pain is all but gone. My nerve pain is 99% gone. Why? Because Brother Kevin asked me, do you believe? My response was, I believe, a true believer. The Lord helps those who believe and help themselves. I have this wonderful family, two new additions, a fiery little grandson named Ryland and James Jerry, five years old, and a sweet little girl into everything, Sophia Marie, four years old, named after my mother. Thanks, Brand Merrill and Brandon, for keeping my mother's name alive. Little Ryland, every day, every meal, he says a prayer. His family before him were all constant prayer warriors. My kind, my kind of family lives on in Ryland. After mine and Adrian's parents passed, we were wounded souls. When God sends us a mother's mother's blessing in the form of a baby boy, Dallas. He was sent from heaven. Adrian was 34 and I was 46. Dallas and our grandkids, it's so cool to see them together. How blessed are we?
here are more prayer warriors to come. I look back at my whole life, my whole family have been a family of true believers and humble prayers. So tell someone today, I forgive you for everything you've ever done. Lift someone's burdens. To the preachers, the teachers, song leaders, band members, and my wonderful family, and all of my Wells Baptist Church family, I love you all. Prayers are the answer. The whole congregation has made God-fearing true believers out of me. I have a loving, I have a, I, I have love for God and a multitude of loving friends and family. I will go to heaven to see my father-in-law, my grandparents, my precious parents, my niece, baby, Laura Jane Yakubian, who had died at birth. And they would be waiting. My Lord knows the day, the hour, the minute that I will arrive. I am praying for all my beautiful family to join us all at the feet of Jesus. How cool will that be? The glory we will share. Man, I remember, I am where I'm at today because everybody in this building it just showed me exactly how much they care for me, how much they love me, how much they love my family. I said one day, you know, I walked into that class that first day and Mr. Long said, you know, love their neighbor like you'd have them love you. And I thought, well, you know, that's going to be tough. And it was just a short while, man. I, I promise you, everybody in here, I absolutely love. And I absolutely don't know everybody's name, but I look around every, every Sunday, and I look at faces. I remember faces. I might not remember names. But I love all you, all you guys. Because this is where my parents and my grandmother would want me to be. And I'm going to walk this for the rest of my life because I got, I got a little boy, I got a daughter, I got grandkids. And we're setting, we're setting examples and we're leaving impressions right here at Wells Baptist Church. Leaving an impression on me and my family. God bless you all.